Hi guys, welcome back. So this week's episode, I just want to start off with saying, um, I'm just not really having a good week. So if anyone else is also not having a good week, um, yeah, just wanted to say that so you don't feel by yourself about not having a good week. Um, and over the weekend, I was kind of ill as well. Like I was like throwing up and stuff and I don't know if it's just the weather or like being ill or just generally like I just didn't have a good week so we have another episode this week because I just felt like it and I thought I'd do one and it's just gonna be a bit more chatty and kind of random um so yeah let's just get into it so I saw this trend obviously on TikTok I'm sure most of you have um seen it and it's like when people are like my roman empire thing and then like they say what their roman empire is and for those of you that don't know or haven't seen it um basically apparently like guys think about the roman empire a lot like which i didn't know personally and i'd never really heard anyone mention it but apparently guys think about it quite a lot and like yeah so it's something you kind of think about quite a lot um like from time to time like you'll just think about it um so personally if you're a guy and you think oh I don't think about the Roman Empire that much don't worry I didn't even think about it at all personally like I never like sat down and thought wow the Roman Empire guys like I just I didn't think it was a thing I didn't know it was a thing so actually hearing other people say it's a thing is it was a bit weird, but okay, I get I get it. Um, so I have quite a few, but um, I'm only going to say five. Um, because if I said how many I probably have, it's, it will be here for ages. Um, and if you guys have one, I'd love to know. I would actually like to know what you guys' is. So my uh, number one, but not really number one. The first thing I think about is actually how um, we weren't able to go pee in school when we wanted. Like, you weren't allowed to go to the toilet, to the restroom, to the lavatory, whatever you want to call it. We weren't allowed to go when we wanted. And you had to put your hand up and, like, ask to go, even when you're, like, 18. So there were people that could drive, had cars, had jobs, um, were in, like, quite serious relationships and they couldn't go to the toilet when they wanted which is really crazy to think like hang on a minute you can be trusted to drive like all by yourself because there were people that passed their test at 17 and you can you know you have a job and this company trusts you and at your job you can go pee whenever you want but at school you can't go pee and there was like kids who were like not even kids like young adults who were like you know between the ages 15 and like 18 and they couldn't go to the toilet when they would like, um, and there would people. There were people that were borderline probably going to wet themselves, and actually said like, "Hey, you know," said to the teacher that, "Look, I need to go to the toilet, otherwise I'm going to wet myself. I'm bursting for the loo." Right, 
and oh, sorry guys if this is unpleasant and you guys are eating or something and you're like why is she talking about this because this is my roman empire this is the, okay because now each time i like have to go to the toilet like i consciously just ask like guys can i go to to the toilet and my, my mom gets really pissed off a little bit because she's like why are you asking to go to the toilet because it's so ingrained it's so like oh you that's just what it's like something i'm used to and like for the first time i was like wait people don't have to ask to go to the toilet and there was other stuff you couldn't even ask you had to ask to um like take a sip of water and like if you wanted to take your blazer or coat off you had to ask these things and it kind of seems silly like even if you wanted to like and do something you had to ask and it's just so bizarre because now you don't and now I think about it I'm like hey I can just go to the toilet whenever I want and I don't have to ask and I can take a sip of water and I don't have to ask and I can take off my coat and I don't have to ask about it it's like different very different um yeah and the worst thing would be okay when people be like oh um you know to the teacher can they go to the toilet da, da, da. and the teacher would be yes um but like they it would always be like you'd have to ask like a million times and then right then they say oh okay go on like if you need to go and then they would always say you should have gone in break time or lunch time and it's like maybe they didn't have the time to go during maybe they need to go then like maybe that that just wasn't a thing and then they'd always be like you should just wait for lunch or you should wait for break or you should wait for this or that and like sometimes they would be like oh we'll let you out two minutes early so you can go to the toilet on the way to lesson and then you'd be late to your next lesson and it was just kind of weird and then people would like um want to take their bags especially girls because um like sanitary products and stuff like that like feminine hygiene products um they're gonna be guys this this that thing oh my god why did i have to hear that no because there would be girls that would want to take their bag and the teacher would be like no you can't take your bag you can't take your bag to the toilet and how embarrassing is that in a class of like 30 ish pupils like to have to explain to the teacher that why you need to take your bag like honestly that's brutal that's brutal that's like borderline torture torture guys because as much as you think 16 year olds aren't that mature 17 year olds aren't that mature and it's like why what was that like surely okay if you think okay people are just gonna say they want to go to the toilet and then meet up with their friends that's one thing but like surely if it's someone who's semi well behaved and this is like borderline there was like times where teachers would full-on like say really disgusting things like i'm not even gonna repeat them here but, like, they said really pretty disgusting things about people who wanted to go to the toilet. Like, there would be, like, there was a full-on teacher that was like, you guys go to the toilet too often and you need to see, like, a doctor or something. There's something wrong with you. And it's like... And that was in front of the whole class. I wasn't even privately. And there was, like, teachers that said really horrible things. I just think about that all the time. And I'm like, wow, like, imagine just being able to go to the toilet without having to argue, without having to fight, without having to be embarrassed. And there was this one teacher that would um, 
make like didn't let the girls use the word toilet because it was inappropriate like you couldn't even say lavatory or something you had to say something weird and it was like all weird and it was like and he'd let people go but he wouldn't be like oh sir can I go to the toilet I'll be like something else and it's like he wouldn't he doesn't like the word toilet and it was or lavatory or restroom or anything like that he doesn't like those words and it was just like super weird and then this one time um someone actually had to pee in class the teacher wouldn't let them go and um they ended up peeing in class like imagine like a 16 year old um and it was a guy and he peed in class and it was horrendous um so that's my Roman empire that's number one um Number two is actually perception of others. Like, how we perceive ourselves isn't how other people see us. Um, And I have actually something that haunts me, um, which is borderline torture as well. So, um, in our school, you had kind of, like, break time, detention, lunchtime, after school, which were kind of what most people got. And then if you really, like, you did something really horrendously bad you'd have whole school detention and that used to be on one day every single week um and that would be more formal like the others were more a little bit informal and that would be more formal because um on the register because it was all digital and stuff your name would be like in red and your parents would get sent a letter and a phone call or something um yeah basically so it would be like yeah and it would be after school and if you didn't go to whole school detention you would get like weekend detention like Saturday or Sunday detention um for failure to show up to that after that I I, I don't know what what happens um so I actually ended up getting whole school detention because at the time I really didn't like the school and I was like struggling with the whole like change in the environment thing like I just really really hated it um and like my parents were a bit shy because they just didn't really listen to the problems I had, I guess. Like, they just didn't really listen or acknowledge it. Um, so I ended up getting whole school detention, which was, like, I think it was, like, nearly over two hours after school on one day. And it would be, like, other kids from the other years as well. So it would be, like, the older kids as well. Bear in mind, when I had it, there was, like, five people... Um, so one of the days that I had it, basically, and it, it was the first time I had it as well, um, we didn't have, like, tutor group that day. So because we didn't have tutor group, um, the first, like, lesson that I had decided to do morning announcements and stuff and, like, just general kind of, like, things we needed to know. Fair enough, whatever. So she's, like, doing that and then she's like, oh... Um, Simran, you have, um, high school detention. Guys, when I tell you, so, you know, like, and my name was, like, in red on the register because, you know, I hadn't been a good student. And basically, when I tell you, my whole, like, the whole class who, bear in mind, I had, like, four friends in that class and I was sitting with them and we were sat at the front everyone else who I kind of didn't know very well decided to gasp like loudly there was like a imagine like you know in soaps and stuff when they're like (gasps) 
like and they're just like looking around like what's happened it was like that but in real life and my heart just sank and my friend who was sitting next to me which made it less worse and less awkward was like what the fuck was that like why has everyone just like gasped like I think they're shocked in you and it was like they're like gasping because they're shocked and disappointed and stuff and they were like just how how is this like see I was a good student guys I was a pretty decent I was a quiet shy student to be fairly honest um but I was a decent good student and like I wasn't it wasn't like that um and they were like shocked and genuinely I was like how are they shocked because like I'm still a person with flaws and I was really struggling at the time so I just was like confused how they were shocked but I think sometimes like my time when I was struggling like people just thought that was me just being normal and like me like I still seemed like happy like and and content and just like a decent student even though I was like struggling and I wasn't trying my best because I really didn't want to be there and actually I will say something as far as you know you want to say okay you're struggling in this that and either my cousin um who I've talked about before um he didn't like it there either and his parents actually did listen to him and stuff like that I don't know what his issues are because my issues were different from his but he didn't like it and and you know and I think for me like I just kind of it was just kind of one of them things like sometimes we perceive things differently than other people and for me that's genuinely something that just sticks with me because I just think how mortifying was that like to actually you know have people talk behind your back and say oh I can't believe that happened or I'm really shocked she did that that's one thing but to actually hear people gasp and like whisper about you and stuff like that and like really loudly and the teacher didn't really think I was and she had to tell everyone to quiet down which was even more embarrassing and I was just like guys it's a tension it's not it's not the end of the world it's just me having to stay a couple of hours after school and you know it is what it is you know like I you know was taking responsibility I didn't say I won't go and it's just what it is um so yeah sometimes like we might think that people might see us differently to how we see ourselves and and that's okay and that's just the way it is and I think um that was really eye-opening and mortifying for me personally number three my Roman Empire is um when I was a kid there was a celeb couple that I absolutely adored like you know when they'd have like the magazines and they'd have like the quizzes and they'd have like um, and they were really bright and colourful, and they'd have, like, this couple was spotted out, like, yeah, I was, I was that person, I was, like, nine, <laughs> guys, I was, like, nine, so bear with me, I was devastated, and I think about it all the time, because I'm, like, they would have been so good together, like, I genuinely think they would have made it, and I hope they do make it, like, I genuinely, I don't think they will at this point, but I hope they do in the future, um, Although I don't think they will because I think one of them's already in a committed relationship, which is sad. But that was... I'm not going to say who it is because I don't want to, like, jinx or anything. But, yeah, devastating. And I think about it quite often, to be fair. Um, number four um, is shows not finishing, right? So for some reason, some of the newer shows, they start, like, season one, season two, season whatever. And they just don't finish them. 
like they just get either cancelled like halfway through filming um and they don't they don't get finished um yeah I think this this Roman Empire started off with you know like back in the day watching Pretty Little Liars obviously they finished Pretty Little Liars and then they had the like Ravenswood one with Caleb didn't finish that they didn't finish it like it was just it was it just stopped in the middle and you don't know what happened and okay that was fine and then they did another one which was the perfectionists and they didn't finish that either and I just remember thinking like how could they start these shows bear in mind like Pretty Little Lies was really popular and obviously they finished that and they saw it to the end it wasn't my favorite ending but you know it is what it is but then they didn't finish the others and there's so many like even the um new iCarly that like I don't think that got finished properly like genuinely and they just kind of stop it and they're like oh well that's it like why are people not finishing shows like at least at the end of the season or some sort of conclusion type thing like that annoys me because then you're like I've just watched this show for no reason because there's no ending the plot doesn't make sense there's all these like loose ends everywhere and you don't know what's going on and you won't know what's going on. Because they're just like, oh, well, it's cancelled. Tough times. So, yeah. I would like to know if a show is going to be finished. And it's going to have an ending. And I'll be content. And I can sleep at night before I start it. That's what I want. Okay? That's what I want. Um. Oh, number five. Number five is kind of in line with number two um I wish I wasn't um my other Roman Empire is I wish I wasn't that shy and like quiet and like um what's the word yeah shy quiet and just kind of like not myself I guess but not 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 myself but like um a piece of myself right like I wasn't my full self my full authentic self I was just a piece of myself um I wish I'd kind of spoken up in school and I'd been more like one of the more outgoing kids um but I was like the shy quiet like reserved one and I think obviously that's kind of what you get known for and I think once people put you in that box of being like shy quiet reserved um, and people kind of know you as that and they put you in this box then it's really hard to get out of that box with people um especially when you know your identity yes it's shaped by by who you think you are but it's also kind of shaped by how others perceive you as well so I wish I had actually had the confidence, right? I'd ha- I wish I had the confidence to be more outgoing and speak up and actually um, not be as anxious all the time and actually, you know, thought of it as kind of like, okay, this is an opportunity and this is this is just, it's just temporary. Like, even if you mess up and stuff... And I think at the time, my anxiety personally did hold me back a lot. Because um, you kind of think, oh, well, if I mess up or I say the wrong thing or this or that, 
then people are going to look at me and people are going to think I'm weird and stuff like that. And there were there were more outgoing kids, to be fairly honest. There were kids that were um, louder and more, more outgoing and more um, talkative and stuff. And I think, you know... Yes, you know, they're there. That's fine. But I think um I wish I'd ever overcame that like sooner and actually was able to, you know, talk and, and like um be more like you know, um one of the more outgoing kids. But I genuinely think there are a lot of shy kids that were really nice the shy quiet kids were very very nice um and like it's weird because you know like the how the other shy kid quiet people they open up and talk to the other shy people so I'd always like talk to the really nice people and I'd be like oh wow this person has a really nice voice even though I haven't had them talk in class and stuff and um that was fine for me personally uh so yeah, I wish back then I'd had the kind of confidence and I'd had kind of less anxiety and and less kind of, I think, thought of what people think of me, which at the time, I guess, like, when you're in it, it's really hard to kind of see the bigger picture and, like, you are focused on what people think of you. But I think now, I think, I wish I'd thought less of what people think of me um, and just um, <clears throat> actually you know, been myself and, and just done what I wanted. Um, and yeah, I think, I think those are mine. Um, five ones I could kind of think of. There's probably so many more because there's so many things I think of basically on a daily basis. But, um, moving on to the next thing I wanted to talk about, and that was being a commitment phobe or having like commitment phobia. Um, this is kind of, this is in response to kind of some of the things I said last episode about how um, I was in kind of situationships and a situationship, not many, yeah, I was in a situationship, let's just be honest, um, and how obviously Yes, it can be the other person's fault, but yes, I do have to accept responsibility and say it's my fault. And I think, genuinely, if I've done soul-searching about it, it has become really, really clear that I think I am a commitment-phobe. I genuinely, at this point, think that. And I'll tell you why. And I googled it. Because when you don't know an answer, where do you go to? google okay so commitment phobia is actually described and this is on webmd so you know um commitment phobia um can include a fear of commitment across several dimensions not just in romantic relationships it can include fear of deep friendship and reluctance to commit to a job or a career cultural trends and technology have influenced people's search for love and work wow and this was published 3rd december 2022 for anyone who would like to go and read that anyway so I think my I think sometimes like you know how in like hindsight like some you want something right let's say whatever you want you want 
a relationship, you want a thing, a materialistic thing. And in hindsight, you think, I want that thing. And you think about that thing. And maybe you screenshot it on your phone. I don't know how you'd screenshot a relationship. But, like, let's just say you want a jumper or shoes. And you screenshot it. And it's on your phone. And you look at it. And you're like, I'm going to save up enough money to get this thing. And then you get the thing. Let's just even say, personal example, I wanted the Dyson air wrap thingy so badly last year right and it was on my it was on my christmas um gift guide episode if anyone who wants to go listen to that and it was on there and i said i do i do remember saying it i think and that was hint hint um and i wanted it and and i got the cash equivalent of that and i ended up buying it so I was like, yay, I got it. And then I, because I'd wanted it for ages and I'd wanted the specific colour one thing. And then I got it, right? And then I was like, I'm going to use this all the time. I'm going to get so much use out of it. I'm going to be like amazing. My hair's going to be a bit amazing. I'm going to look like one of them shampoo commercials, right? And yes, this episode's getting more and more unhinged. But I was going to look like one of them, you know, like, not even the shampoo commercial, just the Dyson commercial. I was going to look like, you know, with the air wrap and like the, 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 you know, smooth, silky, amazing hair. Well, the thing is, apparently it requires something called skill and technique. And I have not mastered that and I don't use it enough. I actually hardly use it, which which is which is great. Okay, guys, it's great. I hardly use it, but when you want something and you have this idea, right, the fantasy of what you want and and how you're gonna use it, and you think, well, I want this thing, and this thing is gonna make my life so much better. It's gonna make my life so much better because I want it right and the thing is when you get it when you get that thing it actually doesn't it really doesn't because I thought the Dyson was going to make my life so much easier and so much better but it doesn't I thought the sweatshirt of dreams guys there was a sweatshirt if if anyone remembers sweatshirt of dreams and how hard I worked to get it and because it was expensive because it wasn't actually very expensive it was about 35 pounds which 35 pounds you wouldn't think is that much but the fact that it got lost twice and then I had to then I had to get it from instead of this other website where they sell other like loads of brand I had to get it from the brand directly which was only available like eight months like six to eight months later and I ended up seeing it on the website and I was like wow they have it and I ended up buying it it didn't make my life better but I think at the time I wanted it because I wanted to wear it because I really liked it and I you know it's just things like that and I think sometimes people think oh if I was in a relationship my life would be so much better but then when you're in that relationship and I think kind of fear, anxiety takes over and, you know, kind of you fear commitment, sometimes you might self 
sabotage because the reality is very different from the fantasy. What you want is over here in fantasy land. Well, sorry to to be heartbreaking for everyone, but what what is actually here is the reality. And I think sometimes the reality is very different from the fantasy, which is how you imagined it, how you imagined it working out, how you imagined stuff happening, how you imagined kind of your life going. It's very, very different. So that being said, let's focus on the commitment bit because because this is where it gets interesting. I genuinely have said at the beginning of this podcast that I was a commitment type person, which I was. At the time I was, and I think something changed. Something changed where I genuinely don't think I'm a commitment type person anymore, which is why I have been in situationships. This is this is because reliability dependency um I think I genuinely have a fear of being cheated on I have insecurities I have this fear of being dependent on someone that might not even be there in the long run and you kind of let your fears and your self-sabotage take over and then you end up and you kind of end up in situationshipville and you've kind of created situationshipville because of your actions but you didn't mean to create but you have and then you're there and then you know it's just easier to be up and then when the other person they make a mistake and they do something that you don't like then it's easy to kind of blame them then blame yourself for kind of what's happening and I think that's where we're at now and I think it's gone kind of really bad because now I see like other people like you know how cousin got look good, right? I'm having anxiety on behalf of him getting look good. I'm having anxiety think about him being in a committed relationship because I'm like, how can someone commit to someone for the rest of their life? Like I'm having anxiety on behalf of people that are committing being in committed relationship. I'm thinking, oh my god, how? These people saying, I want to be with this person. Like, how are they doing that? Because for me, the thought of committing to someone gives me anxiety. It makes me want to run to the hills. Um, And it just, it's just really distressing, actually. It's, It's a scary thought. Because I kind of think, if you're dependent on this one person and then they let you down or they do something to break your trust and then something's going to happen and then it's all going to go to the shits, basically. Like, like something bad hasn't even happened and I'm thinking of something bad happening and I'm thinking it's all just going to end really badly and I think that's the fear talking, but I don't know, I don't know if it is. Like, I don't know if that is the fear talking or is that me talking or is that me thinking, like, negative thoughts. It's like... It's that commitment phobe to the point where, like, I genuinely see other people and I, I'm i like, oh, how are they committing to other people? How are these people being, committing to other people so easily? And, like, you know, doing that. And for anyone wondering, like, I am working on it. I actually am genuinely working on it um 
if you look into the what are they called like the attachment like for anyone else who has this same situation or not the same situation or like similar kind of thoughts if you look into like how your attachment style is and you actually you know want to have a read into that research or whatever do your own research into that um it can actually be really helpful personally um so yeah look into attachment styles um I won't say my one because it's it's kind of embarrassing um but yeah there's loads of different types and it just kind of depends but I think is do you guys think commitment phobia is kind of fueled by by the capitalist capitalist society like the whole kind of like thing of like new stuff right like imagine even like your phone and stuff like I'm sure everyone has some sort of phone and stuff and you have that for you know however long your phone contract is um most of the time phone contracts are about two years here in the UK. I don't know where, where you live, it might be different. And then after two years, you can choose to upgrade. Upgrade your phone, whatever. Because you want the latest phone and stuff. You want that, you know, new shiny one. Not that there's anything wrong with your old one, but it's maybe it's a little bit slower. Maybe the battery's a little bit, you know, gone, whatever. But you want the new one, because it, like looks nice and I just want a new one okay I'm not gonna hate on anyone getting a new phone so like if we're told like you guys have to have the newest thing the latest thing the latest clothes you know in that are in season that are trendy that are fashionable right if if people are constantly sold this thing of like you have to have this new thing right you have to have new this new that then to be honest you know it's it's easy to kind of think like oh you know if I have to have new this new that like and constantly have stuff like changing it's really, it just kind of becomes harder to commit to one thing and have that one thing for the rest of, of your life. That's, that's kind of scary, really scary. And you know what doesn't help? It doesn't help that if you have this kind of fear of failure as well, which honestly I do have sometimes. You have this fear of failure that I'm going to make a mistake. I'm going to make the wrong mistake. Obviously, mistakes, you know, obviously. Anyway, I'm going to make a mistake and it's going to be wrong. And then everyone's going to look at you and everyone's going to judge you. And everyone's going to see you as a big failure because you have picked the wrong person. But I don't think that's true. Like, you can't innately pick the wrong person because I guess there's no right person for you anyway. Like, in terms of... Like, the whole, like, there's one person 
for you. Like, I genuinely think there are people that could pick someone and be happy with them because, you know, they can be happy with them. And then, obviously, like, say if you pick someone and it doesn't work out and then there is that kind of fear of, like, failure, like, what if I pick the wrong person? What if I invest my time into the wrong person? And I think that's really scary for me because... It's not picking the wrong person, but if you're investing your time and your energy into the wrong person, then, like, I don't want to say you've wasted your, like, time, but, like, time is very... It's, it's something we can't get back. And I remember someone said, you know, when you have a birthday, right, you have one of every single birthday. You don't get that birthday back, you know. So, your time is very precious. And where you invest it, it's it's an important decision. And I'm not saying someone would be wrong for investing their time somewhere else. But I think sometimes it's hard to make a decision. Sometimes it's hard to choose. Sometimes fear stops you and you self-sabotage that because you know you're living from that place of fear and I think for me personally if you kind of grew up you know seeing relationships like genuinely Like, I can't even think of one, I don't know if one, maybe like two or three, at least five relationships that I would aspire to be like. Like, they give me hope. Because if everyone around you's relationships are kind of meh and dragging along and along, and like, they weren't inspiring like this is what I want to be like and I think the whole independence thing as well just adds to it like if you've like for me personally I'm okay with being independent and not asking for help because that's who I am and like I genuinely do find it really really hard to ask for help It's, it's one of them things that it just doesn't get fixed overnight and it does take time to fix it. And I think genuinely, because um, really surprisingly, actually what I'm going to say is going to be really surprising to me. I don't know if it's going to be surprising to you guys. When I started this podcast, I rarely ever actually, I must have said that, my born for and stuff came over because they didn't and they didn't really talk to us. And I talk about it in last week's episode. So if you haven't listened to go on last week's episode, go listen to that. And, you know, when I, I, I said they, they really didn't and stuff like that. For me... For the last probably like month, probably a little bit over a month, 
maybe a little bit over a month. My my boa has been coming round, and Fofo and cousin have been coming round every single weekend, like on the trot. Like just this weekend, my my older boa came round. Not the one that I talked about in last week's episode. The different one, and that's fine, and that's okay. And I remember the one I talked about in last week's episode. So that's really, you know, obviously like, and I've said before, stuff's strained and stuff, and and it's 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 not going to be magically fixed overnight, but it's a work in progress, and that's it. You know, that's 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 it. So the one I did talk to. No, the one I talked about in last week's episode. She basically said, you know, if you wanted to find a job kind of thing in kind of where, in the area where she lives and stuff, the city where she lives, it would be okay because even if you couldn't, you know, get home and stuff, you could stay over at, at their house. And she's like, you always have a place to stay at their house. And while that's really nice to say, I think people can agree that's really nice to say. I think there's there's... A bit of me that doesn't really still trust them because I see them and perceive them as unreliable. I don't think, you know, if they've, you know, not been there and not really been as reliable, I'm not going to take your word for it that you're going to be there because you haven't shown that and... A couple of months and a couple of weeks can't change what you haven't done in the past years. And I think, whilst I would never say it to their face, that I genuinely wouldn't feel comfortable staying at their house, because I've never stayed at their house. I've stayed at other people's houses and stuff. And, like, kind of, like, cousin sleepovers and stuff. But I've not stayed at the house. And I wouldn't feel comfortable... Because I wouldn't feel like I could rely on them. And I think not only does commitment phobia affect like romantic relationships, and I think people are going to say, oh, you know, romantic relationships, this, that and the other. But I think it does affect other, like, family relationships as well. Like, I can't rely on you, I can't depend on you because you've not been there. And to be honest, to be honest... There are other people that have been there 
their friends and stuff like that that have been there and have been consistent and have been really nice and have been amazing and have been like extremely amazing so there's that I think when you're in that situation and you think, oh, I have a fear of, like, commitment and I'm commit-phobe and I, like, run as far away as I can. It, it affects every single aspect of your life. And it's sometimes really hard to make decisions. For me personally, I find it really hard to make decisions. And I think sometimes it does affect every single aspect of your life. And it affects how you see people, how you interact with people, what you think of people. And yeah, it's just one of them things that I'm personally working on slowly very slowly but like I think it gets worse because when people talk about like when I hear cousin talking about his relationship I just kind of genuinely I'm like why isn't he running for the hills you know why isn't he running for the hills and and why is he the one you know like he's so like confident and sure of his relationship that it genuinely gives me anxiety like, not in a bad way, not in a negative way, but just because I just genuinely fear commitment so much, I think. That other people being in committed relationships and talking about it just gives me major anxiety about it. And, like, something, like... like But there are friends that I can rely on, and I know, like, if I say to this friend, da-da-da, and they're going to be there. Because they've shown that, and they, they've, like, shown that so many times. But then there are other people that, like family and stuff situations and stuff which have been really flaky and haven't shown that you know and you kind of kind of think like you kind of think what do you really make of it because someone can change like their personality but reliability and actually being there and showing up that takes time and it takes time to build so I wouldn't really you know hate on anyone who was like I'm a commitment phobe and I have a hard time committing because they don't trust people easily they can't rely on people easily they're super independent just because they are you know whatever reason so I think I think that's what it is but I think so, like I said, don't hate on commitment phobes. Don't hate on people that genuinely, you know, have stuff to work on. I think if you're listening to this, honestly, just work on yourself, right? Easier said than done. You know, heal yourself. Easier said than done. And I think... It's, it's a slow process and it's not just weeks, months, whatever. It can take years to really fully 
heal that part of yourself to actually trust people, to let people in. And, you know, I think... I don't know, I think everyone is capable of of working on themselves and healing themselves and not being, you know, chemophobes and, like, being in fear of relationships and stuff. Um, I just wanted to say, Song of the Week this week is actually going to be Watch Out by Siddha Musiala and Sikandar Kalon. Um, so yeah, that's Song of the Week. Honestly, listen to this song, right? If you haven't heard it, go listen to it. But listen to this song, you can tell it's very, like, Siddha vibes. Like, it's, it's... It's just weird, I think, listening to it because he's not here to release the song. You know, like, you can tell, like, it's something I think he would have put out. And I'm glad they kept the kind of integrity of his kind of style and what he would probably put out. And it's to that standard he would put out. And every song that's, you know, been released since... He's, you know, he's not been here, has been to to that standard. But I think it's still, like, it's kind of surreal because you kind of think, wow, like, yeah, they're putting out a song, but, like, he's not here to put out his songs, right? Like, it's just, it's just kind of, it's, it's just kind of, like, one of them things you kind of think about and you kind of think, I genuinely think he would put it, he would have had that same kind of vibe and style if he had been here. And I'm glad that they kept kind of like the essence of him in in the songs and they didn't mess around with it and they kept the standard and they kept kind of like the integrity of it. But it would be, it'd be even better if he was here to put, put his own song out. But yeah, that's Song of the Week this week. Honestly, I just don't think I've had a good week, to be fair. Like, apart from, like, everyone else and this whole, like, commitment thing, I just kind of think, like, do you ever expect things to happen? Like, not things, like, not major things. Like, I don't expect, like, major things to happen. But, like, do you ever expect, like, some things to happen? Like genuinely if if um stuff was to happen again and you had a second chance or not even a second chance but you had like something happen and you kind of think I would do that differently or I would handle this situation differently and I think when you kind of look back and you kind of think oh I did this and I did that and actually you realize things and you think you would do something different you thinking that you'd do something different or you'd somehow, like, tweak it or you'd look back and think, oh, I wish I did something differently. That's kind of you growing and it's you wanting to improve and it's you saying, okay, I actually did that the way that was. Whether it's the covenant or it's the Roman Empire thing. 
and you did that and maybe you kind of think okay that's the way it was meant to be but maybe it's like actually that was who I was then and that's how I handled it then and I still I don't hate myself because of that like I just think that was the way things were supposed to be because then you change you grow you evolve you do things differently you see things a different way you think differently you know better right maybe you know things you didn't know then maybe you see the world differently maybe whatever and now you're still you but maybe you'd slightly improved right maybe you're slightly more whatever you know and you are at a point where you I don't want to like look back and regret and think I wish I did things differently and I wish I wasn't the way I was because I because I am but I want to look forward and think okay I am the way I am and I probably do need to change some things so I would take it day by day and not be hard on myself because I think that's going to be beneficial in the long run that me you know being really hard on myself and saying oh why am I the way I am because of xyz you know and I think me kind of taking it day by day and actually thinking okay this is what I'm going to do. This is how I'm going to handle it. And this is what I'm going to strive to do. And and I'm going to be better because I want to be better for myself. Not necessarily because I want to be better for someone else. Or I want to be better so I can tell the podcast I'm like all better and stuff. And I think genuinely, like, that's going to take time. That's going to take work that's going to take healing that's going to take self-love and that's going to take a lot of things but it's going to get done hopefully fingers crossed um so that's it for this week's episode i know it's kind of a weird one and it's a bit of a surprise but i just felt like doing one because i felt really really shitty this week i genuinely have felt really shitty this week i don't know why um, but I just have, and I've just felt really, like, kind of, like, mm, meh. I felt meh. I felt meh because I think sometimes we want things to go a certain way because we want them to go the way that we want them, and we want to control them, and we want to say, this is how I want it, so I ha- it has to happen this way. But sometimes things don't happen this way because they're not supposed to, and sometimes you kind of have to let go of the control, and you have to kind of go with the flow and just go with it so that's what we're going to do this week everyone's going to go with the flow and try not to freak out and just kind of go with it just let's just let's just take a breath um and really really truly i do believe everyone Right, everyone who is listening to this and is like, okay, maybe you might not be a commitment phobe and there might be something else wrong with you. That's okay. 
that's not a bad thing because people aren't perfect and I genuinely think perfect people don't exist um but people aren't perfect and I think there's always something wrong not something wrong but there's there's stuff that people have to deal with there's issues that people have to deal with and the thing is like everyone has them and most people have them I would genuinely say most people have them some people might not admit having them but most people have them so even just recognizing it and admitting that okay this is my my problem this is my issue this is why things haven't been going well this is where I think stuff goes to the shits because of this because of these things just even knowing what it is so you can work on it and you can actively acknowledge it literally is good that's good so for anyone listening to this and it's like I'm not perfect I'm not this I'm not that but who is? Who's perfect? No one's perfect. Everyone has their own issues. Everyone has things that they have to deal with. Are you acknowledging them? Are you dealing with them? In the best way you know how. Um, I don't know, that's on you. But I hope everyone has a good week. I feel like this was supposed to be more chatty and fun and I think it just turned into something else. Um, so there's that. So I hope everyone has a good week. I'm going to be better. I'm going to be better for myself. I'm going to be better for you guys. But I'm going to be better for myself. Um, because that's who I should be better for. I hope everyone has a good week. And and I just really appreciate guys being here. And showing up. And listening. Because, um, yeah, I think that's amazing. And it makes me know that I'm not alone. And stuff like that. So, yeah, thank you guys so much. Um, I appreciate you being here. Everyone deserves to have a nice week. Let's make this week really nice for everyone. I hope everyone has an amazing week. So thank you guys. Bye for now, guys.